Kate, Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about Louie. We need to Louis. talk to someone about Louie. <laughs> Today's episode of Got to Be Done is recorded on the lands of the Kaurna people of the Adelaide Plains and the Wurundjeri lands of the Kulin Nation in Melbourne. We pay our respects to elders past and present and any First Nations people who are listening and loving Bluey. Smoochy kiss, Mary Bolling. <laughs> let's just start by setting the boundary that we're not going to be talking about all the annoying things that our husbands do. <laughs> because I can oh, already tell they you. go all my notes. <laughs> oh, Mary, I was watching this and I think I'm the bandit in our relationship. <laughs> like, just leave oh, yeah. the doors open. Um, generally oh. disgusting behaviour in lots of different areas. I, it's it's a relief in some way because the healers are held up as this perfect family, right? Hmm? Why are there forks in the spoon bit? The same reason all the cupboards are left open, there's an apron in the sink and the fridge doors never shut. Your dad. Maybe they aren't so perfect after all, but they just, they make it work. And I don't know if this is the reality check we all need or if I'm just feeling very seen. But, yeah, how did this episode land for you? Uh, well, look, uh, now that I've scratched out all my commentary on my husband's annoying <laughs> habits, um, no, I, I, my notes were very self-confessional. I also uh, leave cupboards open. Um, and actually, <laughs> I'm top of my to-read pile at the moment. This is a... Uh, a random diversion, but um, there's an Australian author, Emma Gray, who I follow on Instagram, and she's got a book out at the moment called The Lost Love Note, which is a fiction, but she wrote it after um, her husband passed away a few years ago. And it's kind of, you know, in the book's inspired by her love of him, but also getting her life back together and, um, you know, rebuilding from that. And she's a mum as well. Um, but yeah, she recently kind of shared on Instagram that there was a time, you know, that when her husband was alive, he would constantly point out that she'd just constantly leave the cupboards open and she's like, oh, you know, whatever, whatever. And then she walked into the kitchen one day after he'd passed away and realised that every cupboard was open. And this was the gap that was left in her life because he wasn't obviously it was a bigger gap than that but he wasn't shutting the cupboards and you know this is this episode's a very fun take on oh how annoying are partners but yeah I thought that was a really beautiful way to kind of say oh you know you can see the nagging and and all the different challenges of married life or life with a partner um yeah you can kind of get a different perspective on that and hopefully not have to lose your partner to realise, you know, the charms of those things as well as the challenges, yeah. Mm. What's that saying? It's like the only normal people are the ones you don't know very well. (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, that's really beautiful, Mary. Um, Well, yeah, sorry, sad way to start the podcast, but it sounds like a very happy book. I love the idea of a last love note. I I, 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 a note to, like, say, like, yeah, one of my friends 
Jess, who also leaves cupboards open, her husband calls her the poltergeist because, like, you know, like the cupboard doors just thrown over. Oh, yeah. Your 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 notes are so much more romantic. It's, it's lovely. Uh, uh, what? He's not yours anymore. He's ours. Yeah, he belongs to us. But I want a smoochy kiss. I don't know. Does this episode try and inject some romance? Or it's kind of just chaos, isn't it? No, it is a little bit chaos, but I kind of like it. So mm. um, let, maybe we'll just dive in. So we start in the kitchen and Bluey is listening to a song on the radio and, and dancing. Ooh, yeah. Shake it, Bluey. <laughs> oh, why did you stop? I don't like this part of the song. you got to take the good with the bad, kid. And that kind of is the theme, I guess. It's the setup, yeah. Yeah, for the whole episode. Um, and then, meanwhile, Bingo is going through the drawer. Why are there forks in the spoon spoon bit? Oh my gosh, Mary! Now I have Ooh. weird things that I get really a bit OCD about, like making sure that the cutlery is in the right space. Like that, just like was a bit like nails on the chalkboard. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I try and put it in the right place, but I can deal with it being anywhere. Um, (laughs) So you're normal, yes. Well, no. (laughs) I think more like there's a reason there's sections. I think normal is putting it in the sections. Um, But, you know, we can continue to bond over open cupboards and poltergeisting. Do you put your apron in the sink? That confused me. Why would anyone put an apron in the sink? Probably because he hasn't been able to find a tea towel and, like, has mopped up something with it oh. and thrown it in the sink for a rinse. Oh, I love that you've thought this through. Yeah. Uh, no, that's just what age would do. So, <laughs> <laughs> No, not sledging, not sledging. Um, uh, yeah, so, look, it's, yeah, people are mysterious. It's true, <laughs> you know, the only normal people, as you say, but, yeah, there's none so queer as folk. Um do you think the setup, like there's so many hints in this first scene of all the weird things that might be coming. Um, and even just the first words, like when Bluey's dancing, shake it, Bluey, we're reminded, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, like Chili doesn't mind a dance across a road in dance, um, mode. dance mode uh, with with an appreciative audience of vehicles. Um, <laughs> so that's a reminder um, that, you know, Chili can be a bit out there. Um, she's also already got the sardines next to her on the bench, which yeah. you know is a little visual cue that okay, well, this kitchen already has a v- quite distinct smell. And then <laughs> Bandit's entrance into this. How's it going, single ladies? Hey, yeah. Oh, hey, morning, kids. Yeah, how's it going, single ladies? <laughs> How did you take that for um, an entrance? Well, I was more looking. Was he playing a guitar, kind of with a bit of a like? I wasn't sure if it was like the Beyonce. Oh, 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 oh like, maybe. Okay, so yeah, look, he's you know, more talented. Sort of that guy forward and mm. kind of one arm out, and then the other. Yeah, yeah. So look, everyone's weird except Bingo. Who <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They don't have to signpost Bingo's weirdness. Like we all just love know and love her for it. But this whole setup is. Quite adorable, but the girls take it to a pretty weird place pretty quickly as well and instantly on the same page as well. No, you Uh, can't have him. What? Why not? You said you don't like him because he leaves the cupboard doors open. What? I knew it! 
ever. Come here, give me a smooch. Not clearly. Mum doesn't appreciate you and we will appreciate you. <laughs> I saw something different first, just in that split second. He walks in and they all run to him and there's this look of adoration on their faces. Aww. So for me it was like, okay, so even though they've just been ragging him out, like mm-hmm. there is so much love in that healer family and, you know, and it's subtle and quick but it, it probably alludes to the, the end setup that, you know, no matter your faults, you're loved. As yeah, who you are? He's ladies, ladies. There's plenty to go round. <laughs> have you ever had a literal tug of war over your husband? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, no. That, I, yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? Like, I probably wouldn't want to set it up either. No. <laughs> But, yeah, it's clearly the girls driving this game. So I guess you can roll with the punches. But, yeah, uh, fighting over who belongs to who in the household seems fraught with, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, even, you know, that, that conversation about, well, who's your favourite uh, is avoided at all costs, right? Like, you know, don't want to get into that territory. <laughs> oh, Tim and I went out for lunch the other week and he was like, who's your favourite? And we had the same favourite and we're like, oh, those poor oh, other kids. Okay, no, we'll <laughs> spread it around, people. Mary, in the kitchen, is the egg beater your weapon of choice? Would you pick basil? Ooh, okay. Man, this is like I we could put, set up a game of top trumps just in the healer kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I'd go a spatula for no other reason than they're kind of, I don't know. Mm, yeah, kind of thwacky. Um, yeah, yeah. But mm. also probably, you know, you're not going to take someone's eye out with that, like especially a small Yeah, oh, so wise. Oh, yeah. You'd be worried if an egg beater took out an eye though. That would be carnage. <laughs> egg, egg beater would like, I don't know, there's something about the beaters to me. That's oh, that's scary. so satisfying, that little like, yeah, it's it's a it's an engineering like masterpiece, the egg beater, yeah. the one that you actually like little roll the little handle and the whole thing turns. Yeah. But then like <laughs> Like putting it on someone's top for me, for some reason, is for a weird reason terrifying. I don't know. Like, would their like clothes get drilled in? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, just mm. gives me the heebie jeebies. <laughs> I don't know. Like, chili goes for the wooden spoon, which is always controversial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, good for like sticking in the beater mm. to stop from moving. So I understand yeah. the washing but, property. Well, like, I do wonder if conversations were had at Ludo HQ yeah. where, you know, what what kitchen utensils, what, what isn't enough like a weapon that it's funny <laughs> and isn't going to prompt kitchen fights with kids just going for the knives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought the saucepan handle, I mean, that's that's a good solid defence mechanism. Oh, yeah, it? true, know, like, yeah. Yeah, you'd all, you'd always go for the saucepan lid, sorry, as a shield because yeah, got something to grip. You can hang oh, on. Sometimes like you get big ones. Yeah. yeah, before shields were invented, they just used saucepan lids. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> <laughs> that's, been, you know, that's, a, that's a long established fact. Okay, very good. 
Yeah, because there'd be a few kitchen things that you couldn't necessarily, like, you know, you couldn't pick a peeler, for example, could you? No, or I think that'd be problematic. Or a tenderizer, a knife. Can you imagine? Even tongs, I feel like, could be a bit pinchy. Like, no, you probably don't. Oh, uh, well, anyway. yeah, just being done. Like, have you been through this that tongs on the table and if there's a few tongs, kids will, like, start playing, like, crocodiles yes. with each other? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which we started having tongs on the table as kind of a help yourself to food mechanism because daycare did it. But I still don't know how daycare just stopped crocodile <laughs> fights breaking out. Like they're outnumbered severely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe like are the kids allowed to touch the tongs at daycare? Yeah, yeah the whole point is the kids help themselves to the food at daycare, yeah. Oh. Mm, I don't know how wide, widely spread this is, but this was at our daycare. Dear listener, there is a look on my face somewhere <laughs> between incredulousness and disgust. Yeah. Like how, no, why, is why? Clearly anti-tong in this uh, oh, scenario. I, okay. I have to say, like the my mini tongs, I have a large selection of mini tongs because I bloody love a mini tong. Okay. But, but yeah, I, would I give them to to a room of small children? No. <laughs> And see what happens. Oh, man, no, yes. Yeah, stuff that control. violent overthrows are made of, isn't it? Oh, my um, God. Well, just as well they don't have basil. That's all I'm saying. Completely. <laughs> Dad is on forever now. <laughs> yeah. Well, good luck with that. Little Easter egg in here too, Mary, because they've got um, a big peanut tea towel. Oh, I love that. Yeah, They have been there. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is very adorable. Uh, yep. So the fight is underway, but um, the girls escape with Bandit. I love the end to this scene because it's not only the uh, cupboards that get open, <laughs> left open, the and fridge. just the fridge just gives its like beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> Bandit. Um, maybe if just cupboards beeped more. Although, actually, yeah, I guess Bandit's proving the point that mm. even something beeping isn't going to make him close it. <laughs> It feels like this game hasn't been played before in the healer household. They're still establishing the parameters um, as they kind of whisk Bandit off to the lounge room, including Bandit's, is it an optimistic kind of question? Am I still married? <laughs> like, what, what does he want the answer to be? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, oh, we'll sort all that out later. Yeah, yeah, like, like details. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like you definitely get the impression that Bluey would be happy to – <laughs> Arrange an annulment if required. Keep an eye out for Mum, Bingo. She just wants a smoochy kiss. No more smoochy kisses for her. Yeah, you belong to us. Oh, until um, she sees his armpits. Like, you well, know. Yeah, look, things, you know, the honeymoon is over very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's armpits and then... um. And, yeah, even as the girls are checking out the sweaty armpits, he's got something on his fur as well, which yeah. doesn't get referred to yet. But, the you know, you can kind of almost see what what, what did you think it was when you saw it? He just had his snout in the fridge. Yeah. I didn't true. think it was gravy. I, I didn't know what it was. I thought it might have been, like, Vegemite or something. Like Yeah. Like, it, my mind went to snot first. <laughs> like, has it oh, been really? a very, like, you know, fluidy kind of run he's been on? But ugh. So I, I'm um, talking to Mary wearing my bluey woodie, which um, <gasps> she gifted to me kindly for my birthday recently. Um, but, yes, 
if you were to look closely, it's quite stained. But I can't keep clean, Mary. I, I'm really uh, – like, this is just one thing in life that I'm terrible at. I was much, much worse when I was pregnant. But I don't know if it's a spatial thing. I don't know if it's just a – like I'm a messy – I'm pretty messy. But, like, yeah, I just – my uh, food, look, my clothes want to taste my food. <laughs> I think you can put it down to life being chaotic. But it's funny you say worse when pregnant. Udi does have – the and uh, the bluey udi is not a not an official udi. It's like one of those uh, like a, a uh, knockoff kind of um, department store knockoff type yeah. things. But but yeah, and wearing an udi does increase the real estate on which food can end up. Like that is just fact. <laughs> so no, don't beat yourself up. Like I've I've given you the perfect target. Apology. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, when when I saw that little spot on him, it's like, oh, at some point that's like, yeah, they're clearly trying to show that he's a bit of a grub as well. Completely. Um, But yeah, I wasn't expecting him to lick it, Mary. And I have to say, Ev and I just went a little bit like, oh. Ew, Dad, what's that? Looks like gravy. Ew. Yep, gravy. (laughs) What if it had been something else? Like... Isn't that number one rule of parenting? Like if you see a mystery substance, don't taste it. I think once you're past toilet training, you know, it's safe to taste again. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Uh, You can just tell I'm an optimist, right? Yeah, it's never never safe. safe. Okay, sorry. I'll uh, I'll realign my habits on that one. (laughs) Thank you for the intel. Uh, oh, terrifying. Why? Um, but, okay, um, so the girls move in to what is this room? The sunroom? Yeah, I'm going to call it the sunroom. It's like a sort of a, a light field, like yeah, inbuilt balcony or something, yes. I reckon. So yeah. beautiful. Uh, some cane furniture. Uh, long dog alert. Keep mm-hmm. an eye out. Um, also, keep an eye out in this scene for Chili. Yes. I'm, like she has dived into this game to the point that yes, she's hiding in the sunroom uh, and lying in wait. Um, I ended up playing hide and seek today with three six-year-olds, Mary, and oh. it was very similar to this scene. Like, yeah, yeah she's not here. It. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just literally just waiting, just right near. Uh, yeah. What do you do in that I scenario? Do you like get your phone out and scroll, or do you make helpful noises? No, I didn't have my phone, which was a real like Ugh. rookie error. But you know, I was lying underneath the bed, and I just like had ten minutes of like lying vertically. Amazing. Horizontal. Sorry. (laughs) The other vertical. Yeah. I had, yeah, 10 minutes of lying horizontally and um, on nice, soft, squishy carpet. And I was just like, this is actually quite pleasant. I could stay here for a little longer. (laughs) The kids are lucky you didn't fall asleep. You would have been perfectly justified. She's not here. I looked Yeah, gets to witness before she's found the gravy incident. I think we've talked enough about that. Like, yeah, we're all, we're all traumatized. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the girls, um, the girls sprinting off to the next place and having bandit demand a toilet uh, break. The like we're t- we've you know we've touched on the grossness of kids and mm-hmm. the to always be on guard. Like this does feel like a bit of a not par- uh, what's like the movie like a freaky friday like a parent 
child swap kind of thing because suddenly as they've taken charge of Bandit, the girls are getting all the – all the challenges of looking after a little kid, including them wanting to go to the toilet when you're trying to do something else. (laughs) The kids actually need the toilet. What? No way, it's too risky. Oh, well, your mum lets me go to the toilet. Okay. Yeah, the challenges of being the parent and how often I've wanted to, like Bluey says, okay, quickly, peeing only. (laughs) Like, what an optimistic statement, like. Uh, even if I tried that on my children, it wouldn't work. They would just no. uh, revert to the other just, just to be difficult. Yeah. It's like, yeah, whatever whatever works. For yeah. Them. Look, obviously you need to do what nature is telling you to do. So yeah. I, I, <laughs> Better but, out than um, in. Yeah. Yeah, but love that optimism from Bluey. It's clear. Okay, do your business and do it quickly. Yes, boss. And peeing only. Deal. A little uh, Easter egg here too with um, the picture of Bandit and his brothers Rad and Stripe on the wall as kids, maybe Aww. in the fairy tale era, would we say, Mary? Yes, it does look about that age. Um, do you think that's got significance? Is it just like the madcapness of this or are we meant to think of the fairy tale era and the games that Bandit and Chili didn't get to play at the, oh. <laughs> the caravan park? Perhaps we've just never down been down this hallway before. Oh my before. gosh. Maybe maybe that's the fairy tale and this is the reality. <gasps> okay, that sounds very insightful. Okay. <laughs> the honeymoon it is just over. Just came to me. So yeah. Like, I love it. Ew! Your armpit is leaking. Ew, so is this one. Yeah, I've just been for a run. Okay, well, just keep your arms down, please. And the reality is um, uh, Bandit saying he peed on his foot while um, <laughs> while trying to pull out a nose hair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> now, yeah. I am amazed that this got through the senses, Mary. Like, just with all the kerfuffle around, you know, like family meeting and uh-huh. um, dad, baby, I, I, to our friends in the states, I'm, I'm going to be very surprised if it's not edited in some way before it gets to Disney. Well, okay, let me lay on you just some mind blowing information. So, you know, a family meeting was held back from Disney Plus. Yes, but then um, this time, when was it? Back in October last year was finally added to Disney with kind of no explanation or anything. It was just like, okay, yeah, you've, you've done your time. You can finally have family meeting. Added along with Smoochie Kiss, even though that was out of sync the episode. So clearly have to like, okay, we've done the hard work ones. of getting past the senses. Let's just sneak this one in and not have to do it again. I don't wow. know. So okay. this is one episode um, of all the episode three B, um, that is already out in America as we're talking. And actually, episode uh, the, epi- the episodes that are the 3B drop are all going to be out in America on July 14. Oh. oh. Well, so, I take it back, Mary. I'm very amazed that this has gotten through the senses. <laughs> yeah, and so, um, praise so what, can we, what can we take from that? 
Maybe he is more socially acceptable than fuck. Giving birth. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. yeah. I think, actually, yeah, as we say that, I don't know if dad baby has ever been on made it onto Disney Plus yet. I don't think it has. And yet. Um, what is it? The Arnold Schwarzenegger movie <laughs> where he has a baby is is um, possibly a different age group. Was but it yeah, nine completely. months? Or yeah, like you know, that's a lauded film. Anyway, sure. Um, <laughs> Look, uh, there is no exp- there's no understanding this. We are we are out of our depth here, trying to <laughs> trying to, make <laughs> trying to work out what on earth Disney is on about. But anyway, that is overall good news. Uh, more new bluey. Newish but old Bluey coming yep. to Disney uh, very soon. Are you almost finished? Almost. Ow! Oh, duck cake. What happened? Nothing. Why are you hopping? I peed on my foot. Um, Mary, my line of the episode is about to be said, and that is, welcome to middle-aged kid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. Ha- I mean, yeah, haven't peed on my own feet, but it's definitely amazing, um, like, seeing your partner change as well. I mean, I, I'm quite enjoying seeing, because Tim and I have been together since we were very young in our 20s. Um, yeah, so Aww. it's quite amazing seeing that change over time. But, yeah, mm-hmm. also just like, oh, wow, like, we are old. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, look, once was completely. Um, the aches and pains and all that kind of thing. Uh, my hips hurt. Um, are definitely, yeah, hinting that middle age might not be uh, completely avoidable. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, I think my line of the episode might happen in that laundry scene as well. Bluey's just outrage about the laundry sink and it's not for washing pee off feet. <laughs> it just implies that there is a kind of sink for that. <laughs> and every parent watching this knows that the laundry sink has seen oh, all the crimes. Yeah, no, completely. Them. Yeah, there is nothing that can't happen in the laundry sink. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to middle age, kid. Oh, what are you doing now? What's it look like? I'm washing the pee off my foot. But that's the laundry tub. So? It's not the washing pee off your foot. Well, it is now. <gasps> I thought this was quite a cute joke, actually, that gets said sort of very soon after that too, Mary, in that um, Bandit grabs a green-coloured shirt off the, sort of the side to dry his foot on. Yeah. And Blue is like, that's my shirt. And he says, ah, you hardly wear it. I mean, <laughs> we, we never see them wear clothes. <laughs> yeah, no. So, really I mean, yeah, she really never do- hardly wears it. But um, – so, so this is the thing. Are people nude in Bluey? Is the fur clothing? We haven't really ever mm. shops sell clothes. We saw that in um, uh, what was it? The Quiet Game. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Good so, point. So there's clearly clothes that exist. Yeah. And people aren't wearing them, or are they wearing 
Perhaps it's just commentary on Queensland and uh, (laughs) (laughs) such good weather. Why would you bother with clothes? Uh, Hardly wear it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, I love that. (laughs) Um, And yeah, outside of this laundry chaos, obviously Bingo is standing guard. Yeah, <laughs> this is uh some pretty pretty cute things going on. Like we said, Chili had committed to this game to the extent that she's in a box. <laughs> I don't remember that box being there. Oh, Bluey! Hey, did that box move? Where does one get a box big enough to fit a grown adult? Well, as uh age trash talked me at the start uh, (laughs) as I was like pre-watching these episodes again uh, before this chat Kate he's like whoa this is what you're up to you guys are behind (laughs) (laughs) when this um, episode was being made way back in probably like 2021 I'm Mm -hmm. thinking Um, maybe even earlier Oh, no, like this This episode screened in June 2022, so yeah. 12 months ago. Uh, like I think it was still, we were still kind of in pandemic land um, when these episodes were being made and boxes were constantly turning up at the door. <laughs> um, I feel like, yeah, I feel like availability of large boxes was much more of a thing back then. <laughs> I feel like for for a grown up though, it's really only like a big white goods. Oh, that's that true. Do yeah. The job. Yeah. Like, okay. You know, you need the dryer, the fridge, the yep. something, the washing machine, whatever. Yeah. Coming in a box. A new sink for washing pee off feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or perhaps the last fridge but gave hey. up the ghost just for not being shut ever. <laughs> this box is definitely getting. <laughs> That line, the box is eating me, adorable. Like, I mean, yeah. And Bingo doesn't look sad about being eaten by a box either. So it's just, it's just a joy. <laughs> oh, hooray. Um, yeah, so, no, the the, the chaos is, is growing. Mm. Um, do we go back to the kitchen from here in this madcap escapade? Well, I feel like, you know, the we kind of reach our apex of, um, you know, Bluey says to Bandit, like, please no more disgusting things. And he's like, well, I've just got one more. So, and then, and then the next scene we see is Bluey throwing open the door and declaring Dad did a fluffy and Bingo diving back into the box to try and get away from it. Uh, Bandit smugly saying, it's travelling. Like, Yeah, that like, box is going to do you no good, kid. He, like. he's, he's clearly enjoying um, his own uh, brew. Uh, yeah, there. and like, yeah, the gross out factor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, this might be a good time to talk about the music in oh, this episode, yeah. Mary, because there's like this fun kind of um, setup with the music here with um, like it's almost like a chase, right? Ah! Why did you pee on your foot? I wasn't paying attention. Why not? I was trying to pull the nose hair out. Pluto Jones, oh, Lachlan Nicholson and Steve Peach were mm-hmm. co-composers on this episode. 
and um, they they wanted to apparently work out how the music could sell the Danny jokes and still be playable on TV <laughs> channels. But it's it's like kind of like this repeating theme that helps sort of add to that chase sort of music. Yeah. And then it's at this point that the music does something which is a very um, commonly used music technique called inverting the melody. Okay, look, you still belong to us, but you have to promise not to do any more disgusting things. Okay, I promise. No more disgusting things. Good. Let's go. Hang on, one more. So for music people, what that basically means is that um, rather than um, uh, – so every note has like a distance between it and the next note and rather than going up or down, the mm-hmm. opposite happens. So if you were going to go up by two steps, you'd then go down by two steps. If you were going okay. to go down, then you go up. So, for example, and I'll, I'll try and do this, but it's been a little while since I've um, tried to read it. It's like – Da 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 da. You'd go da 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 da. No, no, I haven't done that. Oh my gosh, are you reading music backwards, Kate? I'm trying to. You are amazing. So da 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 da. Okay, I'm not really getting it. But like, so rather than like da 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 da, you'd go da 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 da. So like, you know, it's um rather than going down, going up, same distance, same scale, same notes, but it makes it sound like the music's cohesive, even though and and familiar, even though it's slightly different. And what they do here is um. Uh, when the melody that Bandit's got when he's running away from Chile, all of a sudden it's flipped to that inversion when it's the girls trying to get Chile away from Bandit. (laughs) Yeah. So so it's this this beautiful mirror image in the music, um, but also like familiar and different at the same time. So... So the music helps drive this narrative that, okay, it's Bandit getting away and then, oh, actually now it's still someone getting away but it's exactly the opposite direction. Yeah. Oh, amazing. So... Anyway, I thought it was very clever. There's lots of different ways that you can do um, for for the music nerds among us, um, like an inversion. So, for example, you might have um, in in music. There's usually like a treble and a bass. So, the like okay, you've got your yep. melody and then the bass anchoring notes. And particularly in like Baroque music and things, a common technique is like the melody would move to the bass, and then mm-hmm. the bass would become the melody. Or, um, or you might change instruments as well. And okay. then you can also do things called fragmenting, which is like where you take a little bit of the melody. So rather than doing like, you might just go, you know, like, okay, yep. something like that. So, yeah. So um, it's really nice to see um, the music team sort of using some of those older techniques to really bring the music to life in this way. Yeah, actually, yeah. But hey, yeah, and- it's, it's like um, 
Lego or something for music. You know, you've, you've got your like your little techniques and your building blocks. And then if you've got one tiny little theme, mm-hmm. you can like invert it, fragment it, flip it, <laughs> move it from the bass to the melody, and then you build a song out of it. So, uh-huh. yeah. I could definitely see how, yeah, throwing all that in is like adding to the chaos of this episode as well, which is yeah. very chaotic. I hadn't realised, like, so said Pluto Jones did this one mm. um, with Steve Peach, who we've talked about before and know and love, but um, listening to Behind Bluey on the most recent episode, Cricket, mm. which we'll be talking oh, about super oh. soon, um, what I hadn't realised, uh, jo- on that Behind Bluey episode that's the podcast that's just on ABC, just in Australia, sorry, um, uh that drops kind of after the new episode drops at the moment. Um, yeah, Joff Bush um, talked about how they approached cricket and talked about the fact that Pluto Jones helped with the score on that one. But also I knew he was Fruit Bat, but he also did Grandad and um, Army, which Aww. are two of my, like, favourite scores. I'm like, okay, no, he's, yeah, like, Sort of seeing his name pop up here made me kind of listen a bit extra harder and I'm like, yeah, no, this is, uh, yeah, this score is gorgeous too. Um, When Joff posted um, on his Instagram, he was posting quite a bit about like the music and different episodes for season three Mm -hmm. and um, he did a little bit on Smoochie Kiss and he said that um, like because he worked with the two of the Bluey music team staples on this one. <laughs> and then he wrote, I actually met Locke in human form for the first time after working together for three years only yesterday. This is June 2022. Wow. He made some amazing contributions to the Bluey scores and like posted a photo of them together. So I was like, imagine – like that's what COVID's done, I guess, you know, like um, probably not for 2019, but yeah. there's so much of that music that happens remotely. And yeah. I think that makes it all the more incredible how seamless it feels. Even between the episodes, um, you're never really feeling like, even though there's completely different tone changes and things, there's so many consistencies that really just bring it all together and make it feel cohesive. It's quite the feat when you think, you know, some people are overseas, some people have never met. Yeah. Yeah. It's when our stereotype of how music is made is so those, you know, never ending sessions that, you know, the the band has to get together and be in a house in Southern France for months at a time and spend all the money. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I like, I'm sure I, I hope that still happens. I don't know what what cashed up band is doing that but yeah it's um it does highlight yeah human uh ingenuity (laughs) this amazing bluey score can come together without any of that and everyone working remotely as well like yeah well yeah wow um let's get back to um the action so chili has been um the, the girls have decided that although they love their dad, he's far too disgusting for their mum and race her back to the kitchen to get away <laughs> from him now. Now's your chance for a smoochy kiss. All right. Ah, no, mum, don't go near him. What? Why? It's not safe. Oh, bandit. Whew, it's travelling. We kind of reach this point where bandit enters the kitchen and um, both parties are circling around each yeah. other in the sort of final kind of standoff, if you like. Um, 
And it's Chili that really brings this home. Um, I love Mary that she's closing the cupboards as she's explaining <laughs> all the reasons why the girls need to just get over it. <laughs> Muff, I've got news for you. That guy is disgusting. Yeah. Oh, what are you talking about? Okay, first, he eats his own gravy stains. True. His armpits are stinky. Correct. His nose is hairy. Very hairy. He does fluffy. Stinky fluffies. It's, uh, yeah, no, the cupboards are just the most glorious sub- subplot in this whole episode, <laughs> definitely. Um, and, yeah, we, we you know, said at the start, what's your weapon of choice in the kitchen? Like, basil? Not not a bad option. <laughs> <laughs> it's more the seriousness. Like, Chili's like, watch out, Bandit, she's got basil. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and long dog in that basil wielding shot as well. So obviously the basil, very important. Um, (laughs) I think it's even a long dog hiding under a box. So maybe the long dog is on Chili's side in this episode. (laughs) Yeah, potentially. Absolutely. Because the basil's used in the title card as well. So, Uh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Watch out, Bandit. She's got basil. But I want a smoochy kiss. What did you think of the main message? Like, if you're going to belong to someone, you better toughen up. Well, it's real, isn't it? Like, you know, no one's perfect. Uh, yeah, everyone's, you know, got to make make exceptions and make things work and all that kind of thing. Um, the toughen up message, I wasn't, I wasn't sure on. Like, oh. is it you that needs to get tougher, or you just need to be a bit more, you know, eyes wide open about? your own faults as well as accepting of others. Like, I don't know, the, the tough just jarred for me for some reason, but at the same time it's probably what I would say to my kids. So <laughs> it's very acceptable jargon. What What about you? Did did it land for you? Um, it did land for me actually, but I'm just sort of seeing it in new light following just what you said. I think there's a danger that I've seen when people are like dating in particular, that they're um, that they're going to meet someone that ticks all the boxes, right? Okay, and this yeah. Person will be perfect, mm-hmm. and I've had people say to me and Tim, "Oh, you guys are such the perfect couple," <laughs> and and it really on one hand, right? <laughs> well, well, you know, we're a really good couple, but I think for us, marriage has been a practice, not mm. an event. Yes. And maybe that's the intention behind this message is that, you know, it's like, you know, love is a verb and yeah. and it's it's um, making it work is more than just meeting the right person and it all just magically falling into place. There's always um compromises and (laughs) things that are a little bit irritating and that's the thing I guess about you know really loving someone is that you're loving them for who they are and and (laughs) not their cupboard habits well well no including their cupboard habits and he peed on his own that's a new one. It's not actually. He's a grub. Kids, I'm used to all that. 
What? Yeah, I know my life would be much poorer if I didn't have um, Tim's Tim in my life quirks and all, even the things that sometimes drive me a little mad. And uh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure I bring way more to the party on on the disgusting habits than he does. Um, so Ooh, big call, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's sort of where it landed for me. It's yeah, it's a funny one. It's definitely my Bren, like in its best light. It's my Brené moment. Of yes. course, we all have to take the good with the bad, and you know, it's acceptance. And but yeah, I guess the flip side for me, well, the tough just like toughen up. You know, there comes a point where, well, if it's actually problematic. You don't have to toughen yeah. up. Like, no. And no, everyone, no. you know, the, the, it kind of assumes everyone's doing the work and coming to this with the good, you know, the the right intentions and all that kind of thing. So, but then the flip side of that as well, it reminded me of that, um, you know, that kind of off, off-memed kind of um, uh, line. I think it's Marilyn Monroe. Like if you can't handle like if you can't handle me at my worst you don't deserve me at my best yes like, yeah. you know it yeah everyone has to come at this prepared to improve their worst mm. <laughs> and and forgive others yeah mm. uh and you know and cope with that it, it does take toughness you gotta take the good with the bad yeah your mum's no bunch of roses either you ever smelled a breath in the morning no <sighs> And that's before I've had my sardines. Ew! And that's just one of the long list of disgusting things that I will keep to myself. Um, you've got me thinking about what my Brene moment was now, Mary, because mm-hmm. did I have a Brene moment? Oh, I did. You know what my Brene moment was? When um, they're going around in the kitchen and bandit, the listing bandits' faults. Uh-huh. And and they say something like, "Oh, and he peed on his foot," <laughs> and Chili just says, "Oh, that's new." <laughs> and Bandit responds, "It's not actually." Yeah. And I thought that was actually a really subtle, beautiful nod to the strength of their relationship, because if you were worried that, you know, your partner might reject you or something because of your disgusting behaviour, <laughs> you'd, be you'd be in complete denial, right? You'd be yeah. saying, oh, no, I would never do something as disgusting as that. Oh, God, sorry, I did. You know, like that sort of thing. Or yeah. you'd be super apologetic. And I just thought that was actually a really lovely demonstration of the fact that Bandit yeah. felt safe enough with Chili that he could just be – himself and not have to not have to be weird not have to lie not have to you know avoid the truth mm-hmm. um because because he knew that it would be you know maybe not liked but definitely yeah. accepted regardless and I just thought that that was a really subtle and beautiful way of showing the yeah that is that is secure attachment right there isn't it like that's yeah. beautiful yeah yeah it was really good. Um, good Brené moment. Uh, I reckon MVP of this episode might be pretty hard, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 
I'm going to go with chili just for shutting all those cupboard doors. Yeah. <laughs> oh, saint. Um, yeah. And yeah, she can come to my place and shut my cupboard doors anytime. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think chili as well. Cause she, she just holds the line all the way through, no matter what, uh, pea soaked foot is poked at her. Like this is, you know, she says at the start, you've got to take the good with the bad, and she holds it throughout. Can and I give an honourable to Bingo, though, because I just I just love her so much. <laughs> like, you know, I've checked everywhere. She's not here. <laughs> like, just, mm, yeah. The diligence in which she's like, was that box here? Oh, well, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's Adorable. so funny. Um, one piece of commentary I really loved on this episode Um Back a whole year ago when these apps were dropping, um, uh, Melbourne-based author Fiona Hardy um, was doing a daily on Instagram, uh, sorry, on Twitter, um, a daily, like, this is, you know, episode recap essentially in kind of bite-sized Twitter post. Um, on June 21st when this one dropped, she was like, congrats to the whole team um, at Ludo making my kids' least favourite episode. <laughs> Um, but Fiona appreciated uh, the chance to see Chili get ridiculous and fun um, and only 1% gross. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, yeah, that's actually a pretty good take on this episode. Like, it is just so much fun. And, yeah, you know, for all the differences between members of this family, yeah, they, their priorities are in the right place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anything with farts and pee and is going to be a hit in my household. So, um, yeah, I actually didn't mind this episode, though. Yeah, well, um, I, yeah I don't know why. A the kid wouldn't be into it, but maybe, uh, like, yeah, I don't know. The whole chase thing would be, anyway. Kind of fun. Yeah. yeah, there was quite a bit of, like, just chit-chat in the middle. Perhaps they should have really committed to the chase. Yeah. <laughs> well, not um, every room in the house. That The episode would still be going like a year later. <laughs> the kicker from, like, the, the, the ending line was very sweet as well. You know, like the whole, you know, works for me, like, and then <laughs> finally getting that smoochy kiss. For me, it was a very, like, Disney moment. You know how they always, like, kiss at the end and then it fade, sort of fades out to the credits. Um Kids, if you're going to belong to someone, you better toughen up. You can keep each other. Works for me. Yeah. Well, at the uh, at the official Bluey TV handle, uh, this episode was front and centre on Valentine's Day this year where Aww. they were leaning into the romance and... Um, yeah, this year's like Valentine's post on those handles was a, a maze, and you had to like lead mum through the maze to find her true Romeo McFlourish. <laughs> so, you know, clearly, uh, yeah, the powers that be at Bluey Socials think this is a very romantic episode. Oh, that's very sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to get this off my chest. The, the latest episode, the latest edition of the Bluey magazine, uh, which comes out monthly, is all about vehicles. Oh. And on a page, uh, and they've really pulled in a lot of vehicles. You could like race granny mobiles and like, you know, do stickers of the healer's car and stuff like that. But uh, on the page with 
the escape-inspired moon and rocket. Um, it included a joke down the bottom, uh, what is the stinkiest planet? And, uh, yeah, we, my boys were is falling it over themselves. Uh, well, you would think, but no, uh, apparently they didn't go there. Um, Poopita. Poopita. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, like, yeah, my boys now only just have to look at each other and go, stinky planet. I'm like, ah! <laughs> Although after like some deep thought uh, on that, my cast slash bingo was like, but really it would be earth because that's where all the people are with butts doing poos. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yes, actually you might be right. No, I think it would be, is it Uranus? Because that's like a sulfur driven planet. So it's plausible also. It's like rotten eggs for a reason. (laughs) Oh man. We're this very big into the solar system nothing in our house. Going for it. Let's let's not uh when we have to leave Earth, go and yeah. <laughs> go and have a chat. Yeah. Don't no. have a sniff of that. No, thank you. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Glad we we've sorted out some big problems. <laughs> <laughs> um super quick uh mailbag, that's what we called it. Um uh heard from I think we were talking, uh, hearing from Toronto-based people last week as well, but Sam in Toronto is Adelaide-born and uh, moved to Toronto in 2012 to marry his wife, Rachel. Um, They've got a four-year-old, Logan, and actually coming back to Adelaide uh, later this year. So they'll be able to watch Bluey as it drops rather than wait for rest of the world timelines. Um, Sam was one of the correspondents who gave me the heads up that uh, Smoochy Kiss dropped early on Disney Plus. So mm. thank you for being across that, Sam. Thanks, he Sam. his big guess was it was uh, Disney's way of apologising for withholding family meeting, <laughs> as they should apologise. Um, he's jotted down some we know that nows for us, mm. um, and uh, to, to do oh, a good one was imperfect uh, when we recapped that. Father's Day episode and got Bandit uh, and talked about Bandit playing No Ticket. Oh, yes. Um, I think I, I'll i take the rap for this one. I talked about when Indiana Jones was on a train and punches out the bad guy and throws him out the window. Actually on a blimp. Um, I have not seen uh, that Indiana Jones or any Indiana Jones is actually, and they're all on Disney at the moment because there's a new Indiana Jones coming out. So uh, perhaps I should get across that. But, yeah, thank you so much, Sam. Uh, enjoy your uh, adventures back to Australia and back to Bluey Land. And um, final confession from Sam, actually. He listens to all our episodes at 1.5 speed. <laughs> it just sounds normal to him. If he listens at just normal speed now, he wonders why we're speaking so slowly. I need oh. more correspondence on this, actually. Who else is listening to us at 1.5? Like, it just... As if we could be that efficient in real life. (laughs) (laughs) We we sound quite high-pitched. Yeah, sure. I feel like maybe. You can listen to us in whatever way you like, I think. Oh, please do. And and if you want more got to be done in your life, you can also find us right across social media. Uh, On Facebook, we are either at BlueyPod or got to be done, the Blue Podcast. On Instagram, we are at BlueyPod. Twitter, we are at Blue Podcast. And you can email us. It's BlueyPod at gmail.com. 
Please do all of those things. Uh, please, Kate, be back next week when we talk maybe Oh, Let's just call it now. Let's do cricket next week. Oh, she's it. a decisive lady. Uh, yes. Okay. We'll be back next week for cricket. And, uh, yeah, in the meantime, though, it's got to be, be done. done. Bye. Bye. <laughs> all right. So am I still married? We'll figure that out later. <laughs>